The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, Mom. Channel Mom really is here for mothers like you. It's why we created it because there's so little media out there and so little messaging out there that says you matter and that your job is primary and the world depends on it and they depend on you to do your job well. So we thank you for all the sacrifice uh, and all the generosity and uh, all of it, all that you do, all that you give to be a mother. Super important topic for mothers today. It will affect your kids and the rest of their lives, but it also affects you. It's about how we treat ourselves as women and how we treat ourselves as mamas and how we're teaching our children to treat themselves and others. That's big. That's really, really big. This is not a boring topic. I want you to stick around because this is something that I think every mom needs to hear. Uh, We need help. We need help to be kind to ourselves. We need help to pass on kindness to our kids. It it, it can seem like a little silly thing, but but it's so huge. And we have uh, one of our MOPS experts with us today. She also happens to be a counselor, so she gets this. She gets how women tend to treat themselves and how she needs to up your game. And then also how you, you teach your kids to treat others and themselves. So with no further ado, we are going to go to our MOPS on Channel Mom segment. Welcome to Mops on Channel Mom. We're an organization that brings moms together. As a tribe of women raising the next generation, we desperately need each other. That's why Mops connects moms all over the world to a community of women who meet together to laugh, cry, and embrace the journey of motherhood. You belong here. Hi, I'm Mandy Ariotto, president of Mops International, here to welcome you to Mops on Channel Mom. Yay, there it is. Yes, we do have Kelly Gray in the house and also my friend Kristen Spratt, who's a mom blogger and mother to four, actually. And she has a hilarious story, which I might let her tell later in the show, involving her son wearing her daughter's boots to school because there was nothing else to wear. So welcome to Mom's Sun Channel Mom, Kelly Gray. Thank you, Miss Jenny. We're glad to have you. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk about this. I, I was thinking, how do I pitch kindness to the audience? Because we, we kind of talked, we touched on it a, a couple weeks ago as well. And it can seem like a boring thing, like, oh, I'm going to flip the station because I don't need to hear about kindness. I try mm-hmm. to be kind enough. Mm-hmm. But but there's some big stuff we're going to talk about today, and I want you to get into it. Number one, and the president of MOPS writes about this, proximity. We tend not to be as kind to those closest to us as we are to those we just see in the supermarket mm-hmm. or, at, at, you know, at, in the carpool lane or whatever. Mm -hmm. So we have a problem with proximity. We tend not to be kind to ourselves. I would suggest we sometimes worry more about how we look on the outside and how our kids look on the outside, how cute they are, what kind of grades they're getting, how well they perform athletically, than we do about teaching them to do things like be kind to others. Mm -hmm. Okay? My friend Angie Austin says that's the last thing she says to her kids before they get out of the car. Be kind to others. Mm -hmm. So it's a big lesson. So so why don't you start with self-kindness? That, that so many women struggle with being kind to themselves because it feels greedy or mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. 
So some of the words that I use for this topic are self-talk. So I talk a lot about helping moms figure out what their self-talk is, which is the endless stream of unconscious and conscious thoughts and beliefs and attitudes that just kind of meander or race through our heads all day long. And oftentimes it is not even... We are just not even aware of it, yet they really, these thoughts can really push us in one direction or the Ugh, other, so a positive I, direction yeah, or a negative direction. I was direction. doing it this morning, and I was, mm. I was going negative. Mm-hmm. So give moms an example of just a negative, let's say they got out late and their kid, they yelled at their children. So to talk about the negative self-talk. Yeah. Um, moms will just often harshly in their own minds just say, I suck. I stink at this. I am awful at this. I am, we are never on time. Uh-huh. Things like that. Uh-huh. And they're mean. And they're mean to themselves. And they're global. It's global. It's not just very specific. Like, uh-oh, we were late this morning. Oh, well, that's okay. That's yeah. a much more positive way to kind of flip that around. And to be kind to yourself. Yes. Yes. So and if- the example that you're setting for your children. So how does it? How okay? For the example. Why? Tell me that to explain how. how do our child can't tell what our self talk is internally? Self talk leaks out. Okay. It leaks out. It leaks out not only verbally because sometimes I know for a fact sometimes I say these things out loud. I messed that up, or I am not good at this. Every once in a while I say those things out loud, and uh, those little ears are listening to me. And they are so much more likely to parrot something like that back later on and take it on internally. They're not really capable of a lot of self-talk until, I think, kind of middle elementary school. Some kids, it comes online a little bit earlier where they start noticing their little stream of commentary in there. Mm -hmm. But when we can listen for what their self-talk is, because they're much more likely to say it out loud, then we get to intervene. Either in the moment or a little bit later on, we can bring it back up again. Hey, I heard you say this. Yeah, they don't have the look good filter like we do. Like, oh, I have to look good. Mm -hmm. So what you're saying is there's a trickle down. When we're kind to ourselves, it helps our children to be kind to themselves and in turn more kind to others. I mean, yes. Literally, it's that effective. It is. It is absolutely that effective. So I was kind of digging into some research on this, and the research is overwhelmingly our self-talk is far more negative than it is positive. And in kind of the beauty world, um, there is some eating disorder research that has gone on where they have come back with this horrible statistic that says 4% of women – would say that they're beautiful. Wow. And that's a horrible, that's a horrible, horrible number. And so we have daughters and we are walking around and they see the way that we talk about our bodies or our clothes or when we look in the mirror, what we say, or if our children point out something about our bodies, they see that we're either ashamed or embarrassed or we um, pat it and say, yep, mm mm-hmm, mom's delicious, (laughs) mom's beautiful. Delicious. I like that one. I wonder what would happen if I announced that when I walked in the house. I've been today. using that word a lot lately in my life. So I am delicious. I'm delicious, you guys. Let I read me somewhere up. that kids actually take our um, our words and it becomes their inner voice. Mm-hmm. Is that yes? I mean, it, the psych word for that is an introject. Our parents are introjects inside of our brains, oh, and so we carry a critical parent. If you had a critical parent. They can have been dead for 30 years, but they live on in your brain, in their voices. And you have to get aware of those voices and pay attention to them. 
And awareness really is. People say, well, that's not anything. Tell me how to change it. I can't stress enough that just awareness of being present with what's going through your head begins to alter it. And especially oh, okay. if you write it down in a journal. I've been halfway through writing out some negative self-talk junk and said, that is totally crazy. Like, that is just not true at all. That is silly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, first of all, it's not that... I want to get this right for moms. It's not that we have to say, well, I'm sinless and I'm pretty much great all the time. It's not mm-hmm. that we have to do that. Right. It's more that we have to be forgiving of ourselves just the way God is. And, and we have to not parrot negative stuff that's only going to come out regurgitated in our children, mm-hmm. um, which is bad for them. And we all love our kids. We mm-hmm. don't want that to happen to our children. Mm-hmm. I don't happen to talk negative. <laughs> this is going to sound like I'm really vain. I mm. don't talk negatively about my body, mm. but okay. but I do talk negatively about other things. As mm-hmm. I'm aging, for instance. Mm-hmm. So my precious daughter has to see me age and gripe about it. Mm. Um, but I, th- I think both my kids are confident. So it makes me think that I've talked pretty kindly about mm-hmm. myself in front of them mm-hmm. and maybe to them. So, so what if the mom that, that says, okay, I'll, I'll try to become aware of it. I'll, I'll start to journal about it. Then how does she flip it e- even maybe ever so slowly into kind mm-hmm. talk to herself? Yes. Um, well, I, I have several tips on that one. I'll try to get through them all because I say, ask yourself, what would you say to a friend around this particular topic? Because negative self-talk, if you really, I mean, when you think about it, I mean, if you say I'm a bad mom, um, that is not anything you would ever say to anybody that you love or care about in any way. And so then you just say, what would I say to a friend who had made that mistake or had this problem? Oh, and wow. you'd say, um, yeah, I mean, we would have a much kinder, way more nuanced answer where we just hold on to the goodness of the other person and say, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I just always switch to compassion with my friends. I don't yeah. even want to go to a teaching moment because they know that they did something that was a mess up or they shouldn't have said or done in front of kids and they are being vulnerable and connecting it with me. So we are terrible friends to ourselves. So I say that we really need to be our own friend. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but really, we are verbal abusers when it comes to ourselves. And then we're so kind and giving and generous and loving in our responses to other people in person. So one, those one things. more tip. Oh, I want to say one thing yeah, before, yeah. We, before we end the segment. And I want to yeah. tell people we're going to continue this conversation because there's something called the kindness challenge. And we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. um, and some other kindness tips uh, uh, for yourself and for your kids and how mm-hmm. to literally teach it to your kids. We only have two minutes left. So so give us another tip about how a mom can, can be more kind to herself in her talk. Mm. Well, I... Um, One time I was listening to somebody talk and they said something about how this place in their house was organized. And it was a place in my house that was terribly disorganized. It was their pantry. And I all of a sudden has this had this cascade of thoughts of you are such a failure. You stink at organization. You are terrible at it. And I thought, okay, what what if I just played around with the opposite of that? And so I just said, you're doing pretty good, Kale. And I kind of squeezed my arms a little bit <laughs> and I swear my whole mood shifted. And it also does just kind of crack you up a little bit to do that. But it was amazing, the shift inside. So, wow. I mean, even just saying like, what's the opposite can oftentimes be a lot closer to the truth than whatever the crazy thing is that you have been telling yourself in your brain. Okay. Hmm. Kelly Gray, you uh, contribute to Hello Dearest, the Mops wonderful blog. Uh, you are a licensed counselor. You're fabulous. I'd love to have you on the show. I only have a minute left, so I'm going to tell people. We're going to come back in the next segment. This concludes the Mops podcast segment, but we're going to come back in the next segment and give you some more tips and, and tell you teach you about the kindness challenge. Also hear about our one amazing mom. But I just want to say this one last thing. 
I think we have a conundrum because women are being taught that that our image needs to be front and center is so beautiful and so perfect and our kids need to be perfect and we need to be doing all kinds of wonderful things and, and looking like we're fabulous on Facebook and Instagram and wherever mm-hmm. else. But ironically, on the inside, we're hating ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, and there are these two things going on. We, we, we feel guilty about loving ourselves mm-hmm. in, in real life. Mm-hmm. But on Facebook, we'll love our image. Mm-hmm. So just think about that irony. And we're going to come back mm-hmm. and give you some more love. That's good. Channel Mom. from Channel Mom. And if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids. But sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our Channel Mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement. Finally, I'd like to hear from all the moms out there. I'd love to hear your mom's story, what you need in your life, your advice, or what you'd like to hear on Channel Mom Radio. Reach out to us at Channel Mom, one word, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And please come support us in our mission to love, coach, and encourage moms. You can come to ChannelMom.com and push the donate button and help us to continue ministering to moms. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom on Caracas Radio. We're so glad to be here. Just to explain, we, we do Mops on Channel Mom twice a month. We turn that into a little podcast for all the Mops moms, and that's about half of our show. But we're going to continue the conversation that we started in the first half about women being kind to themselves and, and how they can tweak their lives to do that, and then also to teach your children kindness. So I have an expert in the house, Kelly Gray, who's a licensed counselor, and she knows all about women not being kind to themselves. She also writes for Mops blog, online blog, and also magazine, Hello Dearest. And then we also have, uh, I almost didn't say your name right, Kristen, Kristen Spratt, who's a mom blogger and mother of four, and she's going to join the conversation. Uh, and we're going to talk about a, a one amazing mom award that we gave out not so long ago. So here's the thing. I wanted to ask Kelly. I thought a lot about this kindness issue, and I thought, oh, I hope people don't think this is boring when we talk about it, because kindness can seem like, oh, boy, you know, I'd rather go watch something a little more sexy than that. Mm. And and so I thought, I'm going to ask Kelly, I feel like when we give birth to our children, the first thing we do not think is, oh, I can't wait to teach my kids about kindness. But I'm fond of saying, moms are the, the people with so much power to help create amazing individuals to help make our world a better place. So God entrusts a mother to say, hey, girl, I want you to teach your children basically the fruits of the spirit, love and kindness and gentleness and, and all, you know, self-control mm-hmm. and all the things that we're supposed to pass on. But that doesn't seem very sexy. Mm-hmm. We'd rather say, well, I hope my kid's an NFL football player. or I mm-hmm. hope my daughter is, you know, a supermodel or and I, or I hope my kids get straight A's or whatever it is. We, we think immediately of image and not sort of the things we want to put in their insides to make them wonderful people to contribute to our world. So my question is, is kindness boring? Do we no longer focus on it much in our society to say, ooh, this is one of the big things you need to be passing on to your kids? Mm. 
Well, we do live in an extremely competitive society. And as you mentioned earlier with social media, I call social media the front page of everybody's magazine, that if you were going to put out a magazine, that's it. It's the glossiest, most beautiful pictures. And so with our children, though, it is not their achievements as we, I mean, this is what we know as far as our deathbed goes. It's not our achievements and those sexy things that we have done that we really cling to at the end. It is the relationships that we have had. And if we are competitive and we are unable to be kind to self or others, or if we're just so hard on ourselves internally that we are just sizing everybody else up and evaluating everybody else for how they compare to us and how um, whether or not we win or we're on top or we're on bottom. And um, that is not at all what the life of Jesus showed us. He didn't write a book. I mean, as far as we know, he just doodled in the sand one time. I mean, like, and he didn't have a Facebook page. He did not. He was not a huge self promoter. The guy, it, it was all interior life with that. When, with then definitely showing kindness to others and speaking truth to others. And so, and he was kind to himself, he which was. is what we're asking mothers to be. Yes. When he withdrew to the wilderness. I mean, doesn't that sound awesome? <laughs> so yeah. I got to drive here by myself and I was pretty excited. That's amazing. I listen I'm to my own music. Oh, I know. Oh yes, absolutely. But, but I think women, and, and I didn't let you finish your thoughts, but That's I okay. think, I think women have this thing where we, especially when we're mamas, mm-hmm. we feel guilty about doing anything for ourselves. I mean, I feel like the one thing a mom mm-hmm. will say, well, I'm going to go get myself a Starbucks, mm-hmm. but will she do anything else mm-hmm. to be kind to herself? I don't know. And I want Kristen mm-hmm. to weigh in on this in a second. What we were talking about being kind to yourself about kind self-talk. I don't talk kindly to myself nearly as often as I talk unkindly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a an epidemic among Mm -hmm. women, right? Mm -hmm. How do they get over the guilt about being kind to themselves? Mm -hmm. Well, you have to just start. You kind of have to just force yourself to do it and call it an experiment. I'm going to do something that honors my gift or my talent or my hobby or my dream. And I'm going to see what happens after that. And what I say is so often you get such an outpouring, such an in, you get so much more filled up on the inside that then you are just a far more, just a live, sparkling, joyful version of yourself to go and pour out for others. It is not, I'm not just saying only please yourself, only be kind to yourself all the time, but it's just that we pour out so often that I feel like we're just these anemic depleted people who get pretty depressed. We have some decent depression rates among moms. That's absolutely true. And so self-kindness is just putting a little something back in the tank and it just helps fuel the beautiful cycle of giving out and having the joy of giving to others and pouring out for these little people and actually enjoying our lives and them not just being entirely lives of sacrifice. Do you do this? Yeah, I try. Do you you, you hug yourself? I did. I hug myself. I'm better at the internal self-talk because I'm definitely at that stage of life where I am not painting. I'm not going on the like prayer retreats that I would love to be going on, but I'm not... I'm not forgetting those parts of myself. Even if I can just touch base with those parts of myself just a few minutes at a time, once a week. I mean, and it's like I say, that's terrible. That is not enough time. But sometimes yeah. when I'm just so busy, I can't do that. But what has Kristen, Kristen Spratt, my friend and mom blogger, uh, what, what that Kelly has said, and you're a mom of four mm-hmm. and you have one who's a preteen, but the rest are little tiny people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I won't let you get into your story, but 
you had a barefoot child today, so the boy had to wear the girl's <laughs> shoes to actually sweet rain boots with polka dots yes. to preschool as yes. payback for forgetting his shoes today. So you have stress in your life. You Pink had to bring boots. two screaming toddlers yes. up to the yes. preschool. So one on each hip. Being kind to yourself and talking to yourself in a kind way. I think a lot of moms might just say, uh, easier said than done. So, so what advice that Kelly's given has resonated with you? So this morning in the moment, it was easy for me to laugh at myself and like try to see this image of this mom dragging two kids in to preschool, you know, one on each hip, they're both hysterically screaming. And just, if I saw her, I would, I would smile and I would think to myself, wow, I've been there too. And so just trying to, trying to see myself that way and just finding like the humor in it, like, wow, someday this is going to be a hysterical story to tell. Um, so I try to think of the humor in things. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is because I'm in such a season with little ones, I don't have a lot of alone time. I don't have, you know, kids in school all day where I can go get a mani-pedi in a Starbucks. That's not an option for me. I'm never alone ever. So if I can steal away for 10 minutes and take a bath and read a book, I love reading. So for me, that's just taking 10 minutes and finding a little piece of myself or baking a loaf of zucchini bread. Like it fills me up, even though it's not as gourmet of a meal that I would have loved to make, but it's just finding those little pieces that I used to love to fill. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't, I, I, I cling to my kids uh, physically. I sound like a creep, but um, and I'm somebody who likes having my kids around. So I didn't have that lament as much. Like I just need to get away from my children. Mm-hmm. However, I did have the lament that I feel bad about myself and I feel depressed about myself mm-hmm. and that I'm not doing enough with my life. I'm just taking care of my children. Mm-hmm. Now that didn't make me want to be away from them and have some alone time. I have to get to one other thing, but Kelly, you've been fabulous. We're going to let um, Kristen now weigh in on her mama. Um, I hope this talk has been helpful to everybody. All this stuff is being discussed in the Hello Dearest uh, blog uh, at mops.org. And you can find out more there. The kindness challenge is there by Shanti Feldhan and just a bunch of stuff to really help you be kind to yourself. Okay, so Kristen, once every couple of months, we give out an award called the One Amazing Mom Award. It's my Mm -hmm. way and Channel Mom's way of recognizing moms who are unrecognized and unthanked. Mm-hmm. And feel unappreciated. So you nominated your mom, and she won our one amazing mom award. She is amazing. Yes. And so tell us about your mom, Christine Sigmund, who won it uh, just most recently. She's our mm-hmm. most recent winner. She gets a free Channel Mom bling tea and a wonderful book. Mm-hmm. Uh, why her? My mom was my rock, and I jokingly even used to reference her as my husband when she would help me take my little guy to the doctor. But uh, I graduated high school uh, seven months pregnant, and I was a single mom for about four years. And I had to work, and I completed college in that time. And it was my mom who was there rocking my baby to sleep when Mm -hmm. I couldn't be and helping me pick him up from preschool if I couldn't be. And she was... She was amazing. She truly was. And she got me through such a rough time. And she is the reason why I am here today and why my sweet Peyton is as amazing as he is as well. He Mm -hmm. looks like a boy who feels loved. And that's partly because of your mom. very healthy. So congratulations to you, Kristen, and (laughs) to your mom, Christine. Thank you. I love it when we get to honor moms for doing all the right things. And uh, not always, but, but she's a true example of what moms are in this world and how we depend on them to raise their babies and their grandbabies sometimes. Grandmoms. Yeah, well. So I just want to say this. Our one, uh, or not our one amazing mom, it was amazing. Our amazing Neon Moms 5K was held just this last weekend. Thank you to everybody who showed up. We had about 100 people there. It was fabulous. Plus all of the incredible volunteers. So grateful to you. I want to tell you a little bit about our sponsors because they support mothers. 
Aspen Ridge Recovery, who serves people after they've gone through an addiction program to make sure they stay off of whatever they were struggling with. And you know what? Uh, Sandstone Care does the same thing, but for teenagers and for young adults. So if you've got somebody struggling with that, please know that you can send them to Sandstone Care because they, they get the person after they've gone through the recovery program so they can stay clean and sober. Uh, so I love them. Also, my friend Tom Walker of the Tom Walker Agency and American Family Insurance, they did so much to help us out on that raise. They were there giving out water appropriately enough to ensure that people weren't passing out and also hot chocolate at the end. Tom does a wonderful job. He's my personal insurance agent and really cares. So uh, thanks to him. Also, Excel Taekwondo. They bought all of our our neon for the race, and they are on purpose located to Front Range Christian. They have such a family-friendly um Focus of excellence. They do fat fighting fitness and all kinds of other things in addition to Taekwondo. Really love the folks at Excel Taekwondo. And then finally, Body Armor Sports Drinks. They were out. That stuff is yummy. Delicious. I know. And it doesn't have any of the crappy stuff. It doesn't have corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup. It's almost hard to believe. Yeah, it's really good stuff. So pick some up. Body Armor Sports Drinks. They were out there to help us and be the official sports drink of the Neon Moms 5K. And Lemongrass Spa Products also there. Uh, nothing Bunt Cakes too. And uh, next week, I'm going to tell you who was there with lemongrass spa products so you can follow up with her because they have great products and king supers they gave us our granola bars which was really cool of them and the overwhelmed conference and macaroni kid also helped us provide some free tickets to some moms who just couldn't pay and mm-hmm. that was an awesome thing to do as well so thanks everybody my the, the big thing about that event is that i want people to understand how important moms are and that they need to be honored and people showed that that day hey look if you want to support us and help us to stay on the radio and love coach and encourage you and help us to help moms in prison and homeless shelters and on the ground and give out one amazing mom awards and all of it please come to channelmom.com and just click that donate buck button even ten dollars a month would help god bless you moms we thank you for all you do have a beautiful weekend If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.